Blog Talk Radio. Never stop streaming. Only T-Mobile lets your family stream music and video on the most popular services like YouTube and Pandora without using any of your LTE data. And right now, get your family three lines, each with six gigs of LTE data for just 40 bucks per line, and your fourth line is free. Hurry to T-Mobile or call 1-800-T-MOBILE now. Limited time offer subject to change. OAC plus taxes and fees. Detectable video ticket for streaming DVD quality. Third-party subscription charges may apply. Streaming on included services on qualifying plan on our network. See data management practices at T-Mobile.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Urban Teen Magazine here at Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. We are a teen magazine written for teens by teens. Here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, we focus on the entertainment section of Urban Teen, bringing to life to our readers and listeners some of the wonderful and talented artists that we feature. Which brings me to our very special guest today. Melissa B. is an American recording artist, songwriter, and a rising star in the global music scene. Her music is energetic and international, blending the best of the gritty glam, pop, club, and that classic live band feeling. Welcome to Urban Teen, Melissa. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm I didn't great. know it was going to be on. I was, was kind of worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, right. Melissa, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. We're going to start off the show with one of your um, singles. It's called It's Real. So I'm going to put you back on hold. (laughs) And um, everybody will take a listen to it. The song is called It's Real. And we'll be right back with our special guest, Melissa B. Oh, 
That I love that you awesome. think this real. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Um, I'm filling it over here. So, yeah, 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 that was um, a pretty awesome song. I like it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people um, take, gravitate towards that. It's interesting. I like that, that you played that first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Melissa, I'm just going to dive right, right in. I read that sure. you have been singing professionally since the age of five and have been pursuing a career in music for almost your entire life. Talk about your early experience and what you remember about that experience that stands out. Um, well, I professionally, well, I started at five years old, but professionally I started singing when I was 14. Um, okay. And what really got me into it, um, you know, growing up, I, you know, I, I was a, trained, uh, classically trained. Uh, my, my original goal when I, um, as a kid, I wanted to be an opera singer and I wanted to go to Juilliard. Um, <laughs> oddly wow. enough. And, uh, my father, my mother, um, they were in the military. So we, we traveled a lot. So my dad was like, well, I think you should really, you know, think about what you really want to do. And then you know, you know, you'll get into something. So what I did was, uh, I was, uh, I was approached when I was 14 to do a pageant when I was a kid, um, and it was my very first pageant, and I actually won it. Something that first thing I ever won, and once I got that, I got the bug. You know, it's like you you want to keep going, and I was just, I, I just kept wanting to perform and do different things and perform in front of people and make myself better. I would actually like come home from school and I would be practicing from morning from from the I'm mean, from the afternoon to the evening. It would drive my parents crazy. And <laughs> my siblings as well. They would be like, get out of the bathroom <laughs> I go to the bathroom, you gotta be hogging it up because the acoustics in there. I would love it. Oh, it was funny. But yeah, with professionally singing, you know, these are the things, you know, that, that molded me. And then um, yeah. from there, uh, we moved from, uh, we, I lived all over the world, so uh, I grew up uh, mostly in Germany most of my life, and um, uh, Japan, and then we moved to Hawaii, and then my parents retired in Virginia, and then wow. um, that's when I started really getting to do a lot of shows in America, in the mainland, that's what we call it, um, <laughs> and I was doing like Star Search and um, Apollo, then I did American Idol, then I did Making the Band with Puffy. Um, I've done it all. <laughs> wow. I've wow. done it all. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and to piggyback, piggyback a little bit off of that, um, I, I, um, I read that you, um, I guess high, in high school you were performing shows in your hometown of um, Newport News, Virginia, where you gained a lot yeah. of your following um, how do you yeah. feel about the, the atmosphere for a performer in um, Newport News or in Virginia in general? Um, how would you feel it is for an artist to grow there? Oh, it's absolutely great. you got to remember now, in Virginia, in Virginia Beach, Newport News, Hampton Roads area, we have Pharrell, we have Timberland, you know, yeah. David Hollister, <laughs> you know, all the great singers. You know, a lot of people, Missy Elliott, we got a lot of great artists that come out wow. of Virginia. People don't know. You know, Newport News, I think it was, um, is it Ella Fitzgerald, I think? Um, one of them, or Ethel Waters, I don't remember which one, 
but uh, one uh-huh. of them is from Newport News, Virginia. Great jazz singer. Um, wow. Yeah, you have a lot of talented people. You know, look at sports. Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. Michael Vick, Aaron Brooks. Like, we all grew up together, like all of us. You know, wow. and it's, it's, a, it's a very rich area of talent. Now, for artists, it's, it's a great place to come out of because you have a lot of people who are like-minded as you, and you can make it anywhere. A lot of a lot of artists from Virginia do make it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. So that 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 shows right there that um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like a specific area. That if it's like rich in talent, then then it could be anywhere. So that's wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now I also read that you come from a musical family. Talk about your family connection to music and how having that background may have inspired you to love music and how you feel it has shaped you as an artist today. Well, I've been inspired by my Aunt Dawn Lewis. She's amazing. I learned a lot from her throughout the years, and I've learned how to carry myself within this business. Um, watching her, she's been a true inspiration to me. Um yeah in terms of being a songwriter, you know, her being a, a singer as well and also an actress. Um, right. I haven't really gone into the act, you know, being an actress and stuff like that yet, but I'm more of the singer, songwriter, you know, becoming this producer. Um, and uh, because of her watching her with her drive, um, it just, it inspires me to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, it's like you push it with each other. And I tried to inspire her, yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. It's great to have that, like, family background where it's something where you can kind of look up to someone that's like, that you know, and I think that's a good, that's awesome to have that yeah. and have that, that grounding there. Um, now, I read also that you moved to New York City. Um, talk about your experience as a performer moving to New York City um, and what it was like or what it I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. <laughs> like, what made, what, made, what made you decide New York City, and what was it like coming from Virginia, or did you move there um, after moving somewhere else, or was it right after um, no. you were living in Virginia? I, I went to college, and um, after I graduated from college, I decided to go to New York um, to okay. work there. Um, you know, I'm a network engineer by day, so I build and design computer systems. So um, that was, like, the best area, it best best of both worlds for me, being in a corporate world, you know, right. making good money to support my dream, um, and what better way than being in New York, because New York is yeah. the, you know, it's the, it's the concrete jungle, it's the place where if you can make it there, that like Frank Sinatra says, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So why not New York? So I've, ever since I was a kid, I always said I wanted to be in New York and experience it. Um, and there's no place like New York. It's, it's definitely a place, there's a certain energy there. But being there and performing there, I had to really dig my, my teeth in, you know, into the ground and, and really get things working. And I did that, and I just started going with what I need to do. And, um, you know, New York, the community, the music community, a lot of people think it's a big community. It's really small. Um and everybody knows everybody, and everybody supports everybody, which I love. And also, another great thing that I learned being in New York, because I live out in Long Island, is that Long Island has a huge plethora of 
different artists who are absolutely amazing. Like Mariah Carey comes from Long Island, too. But there's yeah. a lot of talented artists that come out of Long Island that not a lot of people know about. And um, I've been working with a lot of, you know, upcoming young um, artists coming out there. But it's been a great experience for me um, performing there. And I, I, I got to perform at Carnegie Hall, you know. Wow. And that was just last <laughs> year. That was amazing. Wow. I mean, I have that, you know, in my in my that was one of my uh, goals as a kid to be at Carnegie Hall, and I got to do it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and this past year you've been um, considered for three Grammy nominations as well as going on to win other prestigious awards. How was it for you to be recognized for your talent um, by your peers and your fans? What did that make you feel like, and, um, and how does it make you feel as an artist to actually be recognized by your fans and your peers? I'm absolutely grateful for everything that um, I've been recognized for, and I it, it just it, – it really touches me to know that I've been even been considered that I can say that I've been considered for a nomination for a Grammy. I mean, that's really cool. As a kid, you know, you always dream about that to be considered, you know, right. I mean, one day, one day I'm going to get the nomination. I am going to get a nomination. I'm going to, I'm going to win a Grammy one day, but then, <laughs> um, the other part of it is like when I won the Hollywood music media award, I didn't believe it. Like, one of my friends, Dale Edwards, called me, and well, he texted me, and he was like, Melissa, you won, and I was like, won what? He goes, you won the Hollywood Music Media Award for Best Pop Song, and I was like, oh, you're joking. I was like, get out of here. He was like, no, I'm serious. He was like, you won, and then all of a sudden, everybody started texting me, hitting me up, and I was like, oh, my God, this is real. I didn't even think that I was going to win that. I, I, wow. I it was like... I didn't even think about that. I don't know. I just I'm a very humble person, and I, you know, just to be recognized by my peers, it, it's a great honor. Yeah, yeah. And Melissa, you are also an activist with the nonprofit organization Girl Geek Di- Dinners New- NYC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, tell us about Girl Greek. I'm going to say Greek Girl, Girl Geek, Geek Dinners. Girl Geek Dinners. <laughs> NYC, yeah. and, why, and yeah. why you felt the need to get involved with this program. Well, um, like I said, being a network engineer um, by day and singer by night, um, I was uh, working at a law firm, and I had two other girlfriends of mine that I was working with, and we constantly noticed that there was a really not a lot of women in the uh, technology field that we were in. So one day um, I just went on the computer and I started looking up some stuff, and I found there was a company, well, not a company, there was a nonprofit organization in London that another woman started, her name was Sarah Blow, and it was called Girl Geek Dinners of London. And then I started doing more research, and I found out there was, like, she started it, but it, like, gravitated around all these other women around the world who were other engineers. And one day I had lunch with my girlfriends, and I told them, hey, don't you think we should do something, like, for our community you know, just to go out there and find, don't you want to see other women like us? And they're like, yeah. I was like, don't you feel like you're alone? They're like, yeah. So it's like, well, guess what? There's nobody doing it in New York. They were like, what? I was like, yeah. And this is New York. You know, this is the heart of where startup companies for IT go are. These, this is where the fashion industry is. This is where the music industry is. Like, you could think about 
all different types of technology. Hello? I'm still here. <laughs> oh, okay. All different types of technology, and, um, and, and you could think of different themes, and we could bring it to the forefront. And so um, we did that. And um, our very first dinner, we, we thought we were only going to get five women at our dinner. And there was actually like 95 women that showed up at our first dinner. We were wow. shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, it just kept glowing. And um, we kept doing different themes. And basically, uh, uh, from that, um, I actually got asked to speak at Google on the Women's International Day. And I actually spoke about the trials and tribulations of a girl geek, me being in the music industry and being a woman, and also being a woman in the technology field and how both worlds are similar in, yeah. in a lot of ways, you know. But I, I did this because, and also my other friends did this because we really want to inspire girls who are coming out of college so that they can see women who are in the same position or the position that they dream to be in or at least right. help them open up whatever possibilities that they may want to be in this, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome because that, that's true. There's a <laughs> lot of girls. That's with the STEM program. I feel like there's not enough girls involved, and a lot of girls don't think that they can do it, but just by you guys being out there and showing them that, that, that you guys have done it, that, that gives more young girls out there the idea that they can do it too. So that awesome, sounds like a really awesome program. Yeah, I would really, I love to, for me, I would love to see the next Bill Gates be a woman. I would love to see the next yeah. Steve Jobs be a woman, engineering. It doesn't necessarily have to be, a lot of people try to say it's all about coding, and it's not, because a lot right. of different girls can engineer cars, they can engineer solar panels, they can engineer uh, uh, the next computer, the next phone, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But you want to open their mind, because remember, when you're a kid, if you look at how a boy is given a certain toy, sometimes boy, they're told, you can be anything you want, scientist, this, that, blah, blah, blah. But girls always say, you could be a nurse, you could be this, you could be that. And they're given Barbie dolls. They're never, you never notice that a girl's ever given, <laughs> they're never given like an engineered computer that they could build or, you know, or, or like a coding program that they might enjoy, you know. Right. We we're, we have to stumble upon it, and then also you you have it in this industry where when, when I, I've read articles where girls have stated that they've gone to college classes and professors have actually turned female students away and tried to scare them mm -hmm. away from technology. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I I I totally understand. I totally agree with you on that. Um, and I think that there needs to be more. Um, support for it for women, and I think once there is, we'll see more women out there. So I totally agree with you on that in all aspects. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I try. For me, you know, outside of the girl game thing, so what I try to do with my music is I try to incorporate music and technology together because I get it. I understand it. Like if you see all these right. artists out here nowadays, they're trying to incorporate technology and music together, but they, they they kind of get it, but they really don't understand what they're really doing. They're just doing it because they think it's a trend or the next best thing. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm actually, I actually understand what I'm doing, and I know why I'm doing it and what I want to do to take it further. One person that I could say that actually was a truly innovator 
even though he wasn't into technology, like he wasn't, he didn't have a degree for it was Michael Jackson. If you look at everything that Michael Jackson did, he was always ahead of his time. He always mm-hmm. knew exactly where a trend would go. He knew exactly how to incorporate technology into whatever he was doing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and and Melissa, what would what what do you say is you that that you like to do in your spare time? What would what would you tell your fans out there that they might not know about you that you what does Melissa like to do for fun? That's the easiest way to say it. <laughs> what do I like to do for fun? Oh wow. Other than performing. Uh, other than performing. Um, I like to cook. <laughs> I oh, wanted nice. to be a chef. I wanted to be a chef. Oh, see? Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, my mother, my mother, uh, and a lot of people in my family call me the Martha Stewart in my family because I oh, love nice. cooking so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for fun, I don't know. I like, I like. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm very uh, quiet. Uh, I like to read, and I like to listen to. I like to go back into, you know the older genres of music and just, like, listen and study. And uh, I like to read about history and stuff like that. Okay, okay. And <laughs> what would you say keeps you grounded and focused on your career? Um, and do you have any little tricks or little things that you do that, like, if you get away from that, that brings you right back to it? I can say this. The one thing that I, I learned growing up from my parents and this is the one thing I love about them, and I'm truly grateful. My father and my mother always made us, you know, never give up on what we believed in. Uh, because if you have a dream and you have a goal and you set yourself to that goal, you should be able to accomplish that. Um, there are times that I've derived off of that, but then I, I got back to it, you know. Like, for instance, um, I stopped singing for, like, two years because after, after my father passed away, I, I, I didn't have the, the the energy or my spirit wasn't in it for a while. I didn't even know if I was going to sing anymore. And then one day I went somewhere with a couple of friends, and I just started singing on stage. You know, I just, I just did it. It was like a karaoke deck type of dare. And my friends were like looking at me, like, "What are, what is wrong with you? What are you doing here?" And I was like, "I don't know. I, I just don't know if I want to do this." And they were like, "No, no, no. This is your calling. What's wrong with you? You need to stop hiding." So you, you in in life, you know, you can get in a little rut, but you can get yourself out. And if you believe in yourself and you focus on it. You can make anything happen. Exactly, and anything. you know what? It sounds it sounds like that that the 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 talent and your ability to to have that talent and 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 your path could not be suppressed for so long. So it eventually came out, no matter what. So yeah, <laughs> that's what it yeah. Like. Well, well yeah. Melissa, we're gonna take, we're gonna. We're going to take another quick break and listen to another one of your singles. This one is called One in Love. So um, you stay right there, and we'll be back with more from our special guest, Melissa B.
stupid if I leave, I'm stupid if I don't. But if I never leave, she'll never know. But best believe, she'll never go. But the rest of me is saying hell no. So if you let it leave, and it come back and it's meant to be. We all got a salons that'll swing on the enemy. I'm just like J and B fighting for family. These girls say I'm fabulous, I must got an Emily. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. All right. 
And thank you all for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine here on Blog Talk Radio. If you would like to know more about our special guest, Melissa B., like she just mentioned, visit her website at melissab.com, as well as probably find out how you can download her latest singles, which you just heard right here on Urban Team Magazine. The one we just played before we signed, we're signing off was It's Real. I mean, I'm sorry, it was Wanna Love. And the, at the beginning of the show, it was It's Real. Don't forget to check out our latest issue of Urban Tea Magazine and be on the lookout for Melissa B. in an upcoming feature. You can get your copy by visiting UrbanTeamMagazine.com. If you know of an outstanding, talented teen in your community and would like us to feature them in Urban Tea Magazine, or if you are an entertainer and would like to just come sit down and talk with us here at Urban Tea Magazine Radio, send all your inquiries to info at UrbanTeamMagazine.com or UrbanTeamMagazine at Yahoo.com. Until next time, this has been your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. As always, remember to stay positive and follow your dreams.